Good morning, folks. Today is Monday, April 3rd, 2023, and here's what's coming up this week in TAPS. District tennis is underway this morning. South District matches are taking place in Kerrville, and the North matches are up in Arlington. 3A is today, 2A tomorrow, and 1A is on Wednesday. All to determine who is headed to state in the coming weeks, we're going to have results on the tennis section of the TAPS website. Follow at TAPS Tennis on Twitter for more. Also coming up this week, the Art History Test is closing on Friday, April 7th, and the 1A Golf Entry deadline is Thursday, April 6th. Next week, we'll be down in Waco for our Academics, Speech, and Spring Art State Championships. LD Debate takes place on Tuesday, April 11th at the Waco Convention Center. Academics and Speech take place Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, April 11th through 13th, also at the Waco Convention Center. And the Art Championship will be held at the Base at Extraco Event Center in Waco on Monday and Tuesday, April 11th and 12th. Hope to see you there. Be sure to follow at TAPSART and at TAPSACADEMICS on Twitter for more information as we get closer to those events. Last week we held our second ever TAPS Lacrosse Showcase in Round Rock and we spent some time with some of the players and coaches who brought their teams down to compete and asked them about their programs and lacrosse in TAPS. We are so happy. We were jealous last year. Like I had, last year, I had it marked off that we would go, and then there weren't wasn't enough participation, and we were like, "Oh no!" Hello, I'm Liz Holmes. I'm the head women's lacrosse coach at Bishop Lynch in Dallas, Texas. Looked forward to it all year. We deliberately did not go to a, a little Texas A&M tournament in January, so we were delighted. This is our away trip. So wonderful to play. It's good for Texas lacrosse for all of us to play each other, and it can be it's become very expensive to travel. So to have TAPS support lacrosse for the men and the women in Texas is fantastic. Everybody appreciates it. Super excited, so happy that the TAPS program is having a women's league now. Um, love that the sport of lacrosse is growing. Hi, I'm Tessa Vivian. I am a senior midfield attacker at the Ursuline Academy of Dallas. I've been playing ooh, for nine, 10 years since I was in first, first grade. There's nothing you can really hate about the sport. I've just been playing for so long. I love the sport so much. It's a very fun game that you can get points. You can have a big team that's like your family. There's nothing you can really hate about it. I don't know. Lacrosse is, is, the, oldest, is the oldest team sport in the world. Hi, my name is Matt Carr, and I'm the head boys lacrosse coach for St. Pius X High School in Houston. We try to teach the history of lacrosse. Lacrosse has many different names. It comes to the First Nations, many First Nations people as part of their uh, creation story. Uh, the Haudenosaunee people are the, the keepers of the game, and uh, they're known as the Iroquois. And, and so we try to teach our kids a lot about what happens and why, why it happens and how lacrosse works. Uh, we believe in teaching our kids uh, grit and tenacity, which is the most important thing I can teach them for, from lacrosse to, to life. The fact is, is lacrosse is the fastest sport on two feet. It's, it's super fun for, for fans to watch. It's a great competitive sport. It combines a lot of the things that you see in other sports. There's hitting uh, similar to hockey. There, there's high scoring, which is great. And it's just a fantastic way for kids to, to find a place to compete and compete for something that's a lot of fun to do. 
playing for your high school, you just can't beat that. Whatever sport you're going to play in, there's just that desire to be part of your high school community. Hello, I'm Paul Walski. I'm the lacrosse director at Antonian College Preparatory High School. Starting out, any new sport and in lacrosse is going to give those guys that don't quite fit football, don't quite fit basketball, don't quite fit soccer. It's going to be that or the girls that don't fit in that particular sport are going to be able to come out and go, oh my gosh, I fit here. This is great. For those athletes that are playing football in the fall, lacrosse is an outstanding off-season sport for them, from exercise to physicality to footwork. And the same thing for girls, just the more sports you can play throughout your career, you're gonna be better at your primary sport. Now, we are super excited to be able to come to this year's tournament. Uh, the boys as a second year program, playing the, at the appropriate level, playing great refs, great field, great just all around, having it broadcast. Uh, my son who graduated last year who was on first year's team and all the other a lot of the other graduates were able to watch it on TAPS TV and be able to part you know be able to enjoy seeing what they created last year. I know a lot of the parents that aren't able to come because it's during the day are able to come out here and be able to watch it and see and participate. So the girls came out great time great event same same thing on their side so there's a high school league for each of the programs there's a boys league and a girls league and we play in that appropriate league and then anytime that we can get a taps event in that's what we shoot for because our end goal is to be playing in taps like all the other tap sports we are part of texas girls high school lacrosse association and it's private schools and community programs throughout the state there are three regions so we're in the north or districts we're in the north district so THSLL is the Texas High School Lacrosse League our season actually we play a lot of TAPS teams um, uh, in Houston we're in a five-team uh, division uh, four of which are TAPS schools it's really fantastic the way that you guys put this together um, I saw 10 teams we thought it was gonna be a tournament but the showcase the way it was set up we got to play teams that we don't normally see team from San Antonio team from Dallas um, which was great for us to come and, and have that opportunity whenever you like cross-pollination from region to region even within this you know this giant state it's great today was fairly interesting because it was a Antonian versus Bishop Lynch so the girls played Bishop Lynch and the boys both played Bishop Lynch we had never played before them before and probably would not have played them if not for this kind of made it very nice that uh, you could build a little bit of a rivalry there uh, just starting off the starting off the new programs now we're just so thankful I mean the Antonian and the San Antonio lacrosse community is growing so fast and based on the support of Texas and primarily taps of making this happen the game I think they had four teams last year and now we've had 20 teams out here this year so mm -hmm. you can't say that that's not a huge victory the fact is, is it's a big draw for, for the private schools to, to be able to play play lacrosse. Uh, lacrosse in, in the Northeast is really the opposite of football. It's the spring football. Um, so we, we have, uh, you know, up there, lacrosse is, is, uh, is big in prep schools, and we have a lot of prep schools here in Texas and love to see it grow in, in the prep schools. I think most of the opportunity for growth right now in the state of Texas are, are mostly the TAPS teams. I, like, I do think it can't just be one person saying, let's like one person can start the conversation at a private school or a community say, hey, let's play lacrosse. And you have to get everybody on board um, because it can't just happen in a vacuum. Like our girls are lifting weights starting, you know, like year round. Our girls are, again, you need the support financial as well as like enthusiasm wise from your entire school. And that's how you get, I've, I've got six, I get 60 girls every year. That's a lot of girls who otherwise would be, you know, looking at TikTok in the afternoon. And they may still do that on during water breaks. <laughs> we would do, we will we will plan to do this every year if you will keep doing it because it was awesome. Yeah, so
We have a Twitter account for Lacrosse Now. Be sure to follow at Taps Lacrosse, and we will see you at the showcase next year. We will have photos from each match up in the coming week or so. Just visit at TapsBiz slash photos. We're also going to make an announcement on Twitter once they start going up. Also last week, we held our 2023 TAP State Robotics Championship with First Robotics. That was in Waco on Saturday. We took some time at the championship to speak with some of the teams out in the pit about their robots, their programs, and the competition in TAPS and First Robotics. Yeah, um, so I'm Alex from 9191 Beta Testers. I'm the programmer for the team, and this is my first year doing FTC. Yeah, so our robot was designed for power play. We have a linear slider on it so that it can get the like low and high junctions. We designed it pretty early in the year, so it wasn't like too advanced like some of the other robots, but it gets the job really well done. We have a good gripper at the end, so it can grab cones. Um, one of the big advantages of it is that it's like really fast, so. Our robot has a horizontal extension, as well as a vertical extension. So then hopefully our robot shouldn't have to move much at all during our competition. I'm Jacob Mogelson. I'm the lead programmer for team 12973 Riker Robotics. We're just constantly scoring rather than wasting time moving around. I've been here all four years. This is my senior year. You know, there's, there's a lot more mentorship going on this year than there was in years past. I'm, I'm trying hard not to like do everything for the robot. I have to teach all of the, the younger people to keep the program going and keep it alive long past when I graduate. We have an 18 person traveling team and then there's also some people that stay behind in El Paso and help us out. In total we have around 25 people. We're the Cathedral High School Robotics Team, uh, Team 139 from 8 from El Paso, Texas. My name is Amir Soto and I'm the team captain. For this year we're actually using dead wheel odometry, which are these little wheels down here you see, they're actually connected to an encoder and that encoder tracks how many rotations it's been doing. So using the circumference formula for the wheel, we're actually able to determine how much one rotation of each of these wheels is. And since we have three on the robot, two on the sides, and one on the back perpendicular, we're actually able to determine the position and, and heading of the robot at all times. This comes in really handy for autonomous because even if we bump into other robots or have any unexpected collisions, we still correct and finish our autonomous properly. This year has been one of the most successful years, being our first time in state and also TAPS again. Yeah, I'm Arturo Felix and I'm driver and co-captain. And then it was also our second time in regionals and winning regionals. It really opens you up to a, a bunch of brand new stuff that I know personally I wouldn't have been able to experience if it wasn't for robotics, such as 3D printing, 3D designing, programming, so many things that I've been able to actually apply and use it to help other people that I know I wouldn't be learning uh, until college and I've actually been able to get a pretty good grasp on it in high school. For me it's the gracious professionalism, just like fight, fighting against every team and also cooperating with each other. Like even you might fight each other, you like cooperate, help each other out. I think uh, one thing I will say is I'm looking, even though I'm graduating and he's also graduating along with four or five other members, uh, I think we, it's pretty safe to say that we're all looking forward to the future of this team and we know that greatness will follow and we're excited to see what the team will accomplish. Hi, my name is Sabine and I'm the team captain for Moon Mechanics. We are team Moon Mechanics. It's our second active year. Ride Horizons Academy in Garland, Texas. It's really different than how first tech challenge competitions are like in normal meets and in tournaments. Um, back there, no one has these like extravagant pit stops or something like that. 
So we like to cycle during we, we do we cycle uh, one cone during autonomous and then during tally up we try to cycle like six cones on the high junction and then we try to make a circuit during end The competitions. The competitions are the most fun part for me at least. Obviously it's fun like being with your friends and working on something together, it gets really stressful when you have to finish up your work and then all the work is paid off in the end. When we go to the competition, we spend a full day together, we have fun at the competition, we present, we play with our robots, it's just really fun. So last year was our first active season, so we competed in the Fright Frenzy, we were able to win the winning alliance for the um, Super Qualifier there, and we also were able to compete in the regional championships. That was a really big moment for our team, because it was our first time ever competing, but also our first time ever getting that far. Um, for power play this past season, we were able to be rank one in the last call qualifier. So for a regular season, we start out with three league meets, which is just within our small district of Austin, Texas. And then after that, if you do good enough, you advance to the regional champion, which is the, we were in Central Texas Regional. And then if you do good enough there, you advance to the state level, which is where we were last week. And then we ended up winning that, so we were on the winning alliance. So now we're going to the world championship, which is in Houston. Hi, uh, my name is Matthew. This is Sahan, Chris, Grace, and Leah and we are Team 6272 Iron Eagles Prime from Austin, Texas. Uh, we are from St. Dominic Savio Catholic High School. Um, we, as a team, have never been, but our sister team made it last year, so we went and like previewed what it was like, and it's actually, it's so cool. It's in this massive convention center. There are like 25 different countries competing throughout the world. It's just, it's an awesome experience. So our strategy going into the game is to run our auto very well, get that down, and then after that, we sort of cover the field, make sure we own every single junction we possibly can, so we just end up dominating the whole the whole game. Honestly, I came in interested in STEM, and I didn't really know a lot, but because of our mentors and our sister team, it's actually been a really big experience for me and like learning more about the STEM field and all these different career opportunities within it. So my first year in robotics, I was really interested in the program at first, hearing that Iron Eagles went to Worlds last year. So I joined with like high hopes at the start. At the start, I was really involved in everything like designing, programming, and um, building. So this is actually my first year actually like learning how to program and not even program robot, like programming in general. And I learned so much through our sister team and our mentors helped me so much that we were like that they helped us get into like worlds and this level of competition. And so it's a 2v2 match every year in FTC. So we have to cooperate with our teammate and do scouting, which is figure out a strategy and like finding out more about their strategy and what they're good at to co coordinate together to like find out our best tactic of winning. And this might include finding what other teams might do. A really good example would be a robot that is able to own their side of the field and we are able to own our side of the field and that's one really good combination so we have a lot of ownership of the junctions. Another really good combination is that one robot that stacks cones continuously on a high junction earning points and the other one is fighting for ownership points keeping on adding pressure to the opponents. This is two of the most um, successful ones we found this year. Um, so that's actually like one of the funny things that happens because at the beginning you'll go up to them and say hey we're alliance partners we should like tell each other our entire strategy and then if you're against them the next match then you both know exactly what they're gonna do kids are trying to like counter their strategy but they're doing the same thing so it's just like a whole mess of strategy at the end of the regular matches the top four highest ranked teams will become alliance captains 
and they will each choose two additional teams that can be any rank below them, even the second or third place team to join their alliance. And then once you're on that alliance, you compete with the other alliances, and that's how you can win uh, with the competition. I'd say what set us apart this year and what I think played a key role in us advancing is how much time we spent strategizing this year because um, the game, I'd say, is relatively straightforward, but with the circuits and all of the different point values, you have to spend a lot of time cal calculating what's going to win you the game. Um, we just like to oh, wish all the teams here and all the teams at Worlds good luck as well. Match that just took place. Will we have a third match? Will this be the end? It's in slow motion, I think. The runner-up alliance consisted of Captain Team 886 Sabre Robotics of St. Gabriel's Catholic School, along with first pick Team 6272 Iron Eagles Prime of St. Dominic Savio Catholic High School, and second pick Team 9191 The Beta Testers of Northland Christian School. And your champion alliance this year consisted of Captain Team 3708 Iron Eagles Optimus of St. Dominic Savio Catholic High School, with their first pick team 12928 The Lightsaders of St. Michael's Catholic Academy, and second pick team 13948 Cathedral Robotics of Cathedral High School in El Paso. In individual team awards, the Rockstar Rookie Award went to team 17348 MCA Horsepower Gold from McKinney Christian, the Robot Design Award went to team 11093 The Mega Knights of Hill Country Christian, the Innovation Award went to Team 12973 Riker Robotics of Bishop Riker. The Spirit of Taps Award went to Team 13053 Berserk Robotics of Vanguard College Prep. And the Strategic Thinking Award went to Team 18065 Repeat Error of Legacy Prep. And our first ever Sweepstakes Award, combining results from judge evaluations and alliance competition, went to Team 3708 Iron Eagles Optimus of St. Dominic Savio. We have video interviews from robotics as well, so keep an eye on the TAPS YouTube page. That's youtube.com slash tapsbiz in the coming weeks for a video recap of the championship. We've got full interviews from each of the teams you just heard of and from one that you didn't, and we have video from the competition itself. Coming up, it's a busy spring. We've got tennis, golf, choir, band, regional track, baseball, and softball regionals, and that's just the rest of this month. Keep it on at TAPSBiz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to stay up to date. Just a reminder, the TAPS office will be closed this Friday and Monday for the Easter weekend, and so is this podcast. We will not have an episode next Monday, but we will be at Art and Academics on Tuesday with our microphones and cameras, so be sure to stop by and say hello. This Week in TAPS is a production of the Texas Association of Private and Parochial Schools. It is produced and hosted by me, John Ski. He's the director of media for TAPS. Brian Bunzelmeyer is our executive director. Robert Huckabee is our associate director and director of compliance. Steve Prudhomme is our associate director. Steve Huhulin is our athletic director. Rhonda Smith is our director of fine arts. Liz Cornett is our general manager of corporate partnerships. Kelly Bay, Delaney Bunzelmeyer, Will Dixon, and Vicki Morgan help keep everything running smoothly in the TAPS office from transfer paperwork to event logistics to live broadcasts. Music in this episode by DevKid. Special thanks this week to everybody who took the time to talk to me at Lacrosse and Robotics. Thank you for listening. See you in two weeks.